Okay, good morning, everyone. Happy Mother's Day. So before we get started, we just wanted to start with a prayer um, for Mother's Day because we know that it can be, you know, a day of different emotions depending on, you know, all of our different life experiences. So we just wanted to start with a prayer to really include everyone um, today, no, no matter what your feelings are today. Today we rejoice in and hold on to the fact that you never forget us, Lord. No matter our circumstances, we are never forgotten. Today on Mother's Day, we pray together for the children whose mother was not able to love them well. We pray together for the mothers who entrusted their children to another mother through adoption. We pray together for the adoptive mothers who received those children and loved them so well. We prayed together for the mothers who never met their babies or got to see them grow up. We prayed together for the mothers who long for a child and ask that you sit with them in the waiting. We prayed together for the mothers who have buried their children, and we wonder how you willingly gave us your son. We prayed together for the mothers who chil- whose children are hospitalized. We prayed together for the mothers of children with physical or mental limitations, and we ask a special blessing over them. We pray together for the mothers of children who struggle due to mental illness or addiction, and we join them in praying for healing and wholeness. We pray together for the single mothers who strive so hard and devote all they have to their children and still feel they are never enough. We pray together for the mothers who struggle to provide for their children, and we ask for your extra provision today. We pray together for the stepmothers who care for another mother's children as their own, and we thank you that we are all adopted into your family. We pray together for the grandmothers, aunts, friends, teachers, and others who step in and mother in order to share our joys and lighten our loads. We pray together for the mothers who have good relationships with their children, and we thank you for the love and comfort they provide. We pray together for the mothers who long to have better relationships with their children, and we ask for your redemption and restoration to come swiftly. And lastly, we pray together for all those who have lost their mothers, either physically or mentally, and long to be with them again. God, today we thank you for all the ways we have been loved and mothered along our life's journey. We thank you for, the create, for creating the concept of motherhood and for all the different forms it takes in our lives. We thank you for these women we call mothers. We thank you for walking with us through it all. And we thank you that we are fiercely loved and never forgotten by you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, well, um, let's get started. I feel like... Um, my husband, if you don't already know, is very much a realist, and he read what I was going to say and was like, that's a really realistic portrayal of motherhood. He was like, maybe you want to add a little bit more positivity, like, at different parts, and I was just like, well, and then I thought about that, and I was like, but I'm kind of in the weeds right now. Like, I just am, like, wrapping up the fourth trimester with my second kid and it's just like we're in the and I just went back to work so we're just in the weeds and so if I sound really negative I'm gonna apologize in advance um but that's just where I'm at and I just want to be honest about it so um I'm gonna pray really quick before we get started um and then I'll say a little bit and then there'll be a song and then Allison's gonna share um God, I just thank you for bringing us together today, and um, I just ask that you bless whatever I'm going to share, just that it um, it can resonate with with some of us who just feel like we're in the trenches of motherhood right now. In your name we pray. Amen. 
Um, all right. So um, I want to start out with Romans 12, 1 to 2. And um, I was reading the message, which I feel like I haven't looked at the message in a while, but I really love the message. Um, so Romans 12, 1 to 2, if you want to follow along. Um, so here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Um, so I just was thinking about the everyday, right? Like our, the mundaneness of the everyday um, while being a mom. And um, I got this book in the mail a week ago for my birthday. My birthday and Mother's Day are always right around the same time. And it's from one of my best friends. And I looked at the title and I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so negative. <laughs> it's like, I'll show myself out. Essays on Midlife and Motherhood. But it is seriously the funniest book I have read in a really, really long time. And it's so honest and so real, but such a sense of humor. But um, the very first chapter, and it's gotten lots of really positive press in the last few weeks because it's just, it is a really good, I feel like, take on motherhood. Um, but she talks about Jessie Klein. She's a comedian and an author. She talks about motherhood as a hero's journey. Um, and she, um, she writes, the truth about motherhood um, is that motherhood is a hero's journey. For most of us, it's not a journey outward to the most fantastic and farthest fung places, but inward, downward, to the deepest part of your strength, to the innermost buried core of everything you are made of but didn't know was there. She goes on to describe the fight that mothers have with themselves, exhaustion, frustration, patience, rage, and how hope and delight went out in the struggle. She ends the chapter saying, a mother's heroic journey is not about how she leaves, but how she stays. Um, and it's all about in the first chapter, which is about her, um, it's called The Hero's Journey, but it's about her going to get um, teething crackers for her son <laughs> at the grocery store and how she's listening to Elizabeth Gilbert's um, Super Soul Sunday podcast and how yeah, in literature, the hero's journey is usually related to the male protagonist, but how the, you know, the hero's journey can definitely be portrayed, or definitely be related to motherhood and our journey as moms. Um, and um, I also found a quote this week by Annie Dillard, um, who I really like as well, who says, how we spend our days, of course, is how we spend our lives. What we do with this hour and that one is what we are doing. And I was just thinking about like when I'm at home or when I was on maternity leave, how many times I would change diapers or load and unload the dishwasher, be told by my three-year-old what to do and how to, how to do it. Um, and just thinking of like, instead of seeing it as a mundane thing, seeing it as like my journey that I'm on, um, that one day I'll forget about the tiredness and boredom and, and see it as the hero's journey if I can't in the day-to-day -day right now. Um, and I feel like what's hard about having a newborn or a now infant is that there's a struggle to go, go, go and do, do, do. 
but also to be present in the moment. Like looking at Lauren, I'm like, Lauren held my first baby like that, right? Like this won't last forever. He's now walking and talking and doing all the things. He's three. Um, and now he only wants to be held when it's a thunderstorm. You know, <laughs> he doesn't want to be held in my arms anymore. And um, just how it's important to be present in the moment. And I always wanted to be a mom. Um, I just don't think I understood what the day in and day out would look like. Um, how the pandemic would make being a mom really, really challenging um, and complicated and how when you have more than one kid, getting them in the car and going somewhere just feels impossible. <laughs> when we were driving here today, both of them were crying and we just started laughing because we were like, we don't know what else to do. You know, you guys are both crying at the same time. Um, and how, <laughs> how I, we just laugh. I mean, we'll take care of their basic needs, but yes, we, in the car, it's, it's harder to do that. Um, how, how it's hard to be needed by someone at all times um, and all moments of the day um, and, and just being on call for their basic needs, whatever those are. And there are moments in this hero's journey that do seem lighter and worth the struggle. You know, my three-year-old is starting to have conversations and like back and forth, like, how are you doing? What, what makes you happy? What makes you sad? Um, which is really special. And my three-month-old is starting to smile and giggle and coo. Um, and, you know, just hearing the noises of them, if I'm in the other room, just interacting and being sweet together. Um, this morning, Garner made a canvas um, with Tom yesterday and handed it to me. And I was like, this is, this is why. This is why I do this. It's really sweet. Like, just a... I needed to see the three-year-old art today um, to, feel, to feel validated in the struggle. Um, so I feel like all that to say, I don't know if I have something profound or powerful to offer you just besides the idea that this is hard, motherhood or not, um, and that we are, where we are moment to moment is where we are because that's what God has for us. Um, and I love this verse that I used to, I feel like in my... 20s just repeat to myself over and over again. I feel like it's worth revisiting. It's 1 Corinthians 7:17, also from the message. And don't be wishing you were someplace else or with someone else. Where you are right now is God's place for you. Live and obey and love and believe right there. Thanks, you guys. Hey, I always feel like this is like open mic night. <laughs> um, which is fun. Okay. Um, I talked about this during Advent, but at my church growing up, the pastor would always like start off with a joke. And I just think that that's a fun way to start. So um, one thing that I get way too much enjoyment out of, but I think it, it you know, it's fun is all of the reels on Instagram that, you know, were popular on TikTok like three months ago, but I'm not on TikTok. So to me, it's like all new, you know, content. And I send them to John while we're both in the same room. And then I just wait to like hear if he laughs. Um, and I'm always disappointed when he doesn't. But, you know, 
It's okay. We know who the funny one is, you know, in the relationship, but I'm just kidding. We're both funny. Um, But I sent him one about Mother's Day that I thought a lot of us could relate to. You know, even if you're not a mom, like you've probably experienced your mom, like having no expectations for Mother's Day, but then when things weren't done, you know, kind of having a reaction. But there was one reel that I sent to him where it was like, no, I just want a very chill Mother's Day. I don't want it to be different than any other day. And then it was the morning of the mom being like, where's my breakfast in bed? Like, where are the flowers, you know? And so I just, it was funny, but um, I think that's how a lot of us feel, right? We, you know, may not have any, or we say we don't have any expectations about the day or any, like, feelings about it, but in reality, you know, we all have our own experiences. And so I'm going to talk about mothering kind of in a different way. I wanted us to all think about... um, some ways that we might mother other people um, and also like accept mothering ourselves even if we're not a biological mom. Um, And so in some cultures, you know, this is a lot more common, like grandmothers, aunts, neighbors all serve as, you know, mother figures for each other. Um, And some cultures really do a better job at this than than the United States does. But I wanted to read a passage um, from this book, Bittersweet, by Shauna Nyquist. I never know if I'm saying her last name right. Is that right, Meg? Nyquist. See, I never know. (laughs) Um, So I really liked how she explains it. She says, what I know now is that almost every person mothers in one way or another. I used to think that it was an all or nothing, an all at once thing. You go to the hospital, a woman, and come out a mother, like going through a car wash with a dirty car and coming out with a clean one. But now that I'm a mother, what is very clear to me is that I have been mothered by a whole tribe of women, some who had children biologically of their own and some who didn't. And I thank God for each of them and thank them for mothering me when I needed it and for giving me such a a rich variety of images for what it means to be a mother. And also now that I am a mother, I understand what Mother's Day is all about. It's about looking through our lives and recognizing the act of mothering everywhere we see it. And more than that, recognizing that when any of us mother, when we listen, when we nurture, when we nourish, when we protect, we're doing sacred work. So that's all of us, y'all, regardless of if you are a woman or a man or non-binary, we're all mothering each other in different ways just through being in community with each other. And I don't know if anyone has seen Turning Red, the new Pixar movie. Okay, I've watched it like four times. I think it's so cute. But one part of it that I really liked is when all of the aunties come and like all of the aunties are like trying to help May and they are, um, you know, feeding her and like trying to help her get ready. And it's like this really beautiful image of a bunch of women um, supporting um, the child. And this shows that it takes many figures in our lives to offer us advice, to offer us guidance, to help us. It's not just all on one person, our mom. It's really about all of us mothering each other. So why do we limit what mothering looks like? Um, I do think that we're getting better about acknowledging different types of moms. Um, For example, just this week, I saw that Travis County has changed their parental leave policy, which don't get me on parental leave. I'll talk about it all day. But they changed it to include not just um, 
you know, a biological birth, but to include adoption, foster placements, and kinship placements, which I just think is such a beautiful way of showing, like, this is really what mothering is. This is what parenting is. It's all of these different things. And the reality is that being a mom looks a lot of different ways. So why can't we be more open to the act of mothering that way as well? What does it look like for us to actively mother, but also to accept that mothering from others when we need it? When I think of mothering others, I think of this deep affection that I feel towards people and desire for their well-being. It's kind of more than a casual friendship, and I think that when I think about this community, all of us are actively doing this already. We want to uh, take care of each other. We want to check on each other. We truly care about each other's well-being more than just the surface level. And nothing about that is related to if I'm actually someone's mom or not. We're all already mothering each other. And so when you think about people mothering you, um, it might look different to you based on what your love language is or what matters most to you. But when I think about others mothering me, I think of the times that I've gotten unexpected help without asking for it and without anyone expecting anything from me in return. So for me, that looks like sending encouraging texts or someone, um, you know, sending me coffee or dinner really when I was having a hard week. And also, for me, as a words of affirmation person, when someone like pulls me aside and says that they've been thinking about me or that they you know, have noticed something that I'm doing, that really means a lot to me. And those are all, to me, mothering. Um, we also have to be willing to accept mothering, and we have to be in a place where we are open to that from each other. Sometimes, you know, we might not be in a space where we're open to that because we've been hurt, but if we're willing to accept mothering, we can really grow in community together and really um, grow what those relationships look like within, within our church. So the last thing I wanted to share is that um, in, this, in this church, I've really seen some of the most beautiful um, community that I've ever experienced, like true acceptance and inclusion, generosity and growth for change. I was thinking about it the other day that we've been coming to church since we were engaged, which is really wild to think about. So almost eight years. So it's like there's been so much change and, you know, different things. And there's always been a space for, um, for that here. And so I think that's just such a beautiful way to show that we can growing community, and that can be through mothering each other in different ways. So the last thing I wanted to read is that, again, from this book, Bittersweet, if you're a mom, what you do is nurture and protect and give grace. And I want us to just think about that more broadly. You don't have to be a mom to do that. Let's think about just being in community with each other. We need to do this for each other. You do it all the time, and it's very important because it reminds us in daily, tangible ways how God nurtures and protects and gives grace. And maybe today, the one who really needs that nurturing and protection is gra and grace is you. So let's take that with us this week. How can we both mother those around us, but also accept mothering to us? And Lord, we thank you for creating the concept of motherhood that can look beautiful in all of its different forms. And we thank you for allowing all of the different ways that mothering can take place in our lives. Help us to grow together um, in this community and accept mothering from each other and also to intentionally mother one another. Amen.